Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome into the conversation. Today's episode is entitled, Five Things You Need to Practice. Now, you may not need to practice these at all, but these are five things that I have needed to practice over the years, and they have made a profound difference on my life, because most people are not naturally gifted at these five practices. And the first one is to practice the ability to say no. Because as human beings, we inherently want to please other people. We want to fit into the crowd. We want to be part of the herd. We want to be part of the group. Yet over the years, it's been, I guess, decidedly more important to say no to those things that suck your time, that take up space, that take your energy. And so essentially, you can take a look at, do you want to do it? Are you going to be a better person for doing it? Let me put it a different way. Is it going to make you money? Is it going to make you happy? Or will it make you better? If saying yes doesn't do at least one of those three things, and ideally all three of those things, then you should say no. You can and should say no with zero guilt. Because more than likely, you are going to expend more energy than will be returned to you. You might be saying, but doesn't that make me a bad person? Doesn't that make me selfish? Well, to a point, yes, it's okay to be selfish. And and I should add that that's another thing that I've had to practice at being selfish, being self-referential, being, you know, more concerned about how does it impact me than how it impacts other people. I used to put my wants and needs to the wayside and it, it's a downward spiral. You have to have the ability to say no to those things that cost you money, that cost you time, that cost you energy. They should be feeding your life, not taking from you. Now, occasionally, I do things for other people. Not occasionally, I do a lot of things for other people. But I always get something out of it. It's always because I want to, not because I feel like I have to. The second thing I've had to practice over the years is courage. Now, a lot of people confuse courage with confidence. Confidence is just the idea, the feeling of certainty that you can handle with whatever comes. And you might handle it badly, you might handle it well, but if you're a human being, more than likely you can handle whatever comes your way. But we don't always have the courage to face the fear, to face the doubt. And that courage is a muscle. Most of these are muscles that you build and you train them over time. I had to have the courage to look someone straight in the eye, to actually look into their soul and connect with them. I was one of those individuals that was a little shy and I had a little trepidation. It was difficult for me to actually look vulnerably in the eyes of another person. I've practiced that. I started out with the grocery clerks at the store. As I was checking out, I would hold the money out to where they had to look at me in the eye and I would connect with them and I'd smile and say thank you and hand them the money. I just wanted that moment, just that one little moment of connection. And that's where I began to build my confidence and build my connection with people. 
You see, early on, I considered myself shy, and it was, it, I guess it took me a while to realize that everyone feels, every person, every, I mean, if you're a human being, you feel just a little trepidation in meeting someone new. I used to feel that and think there was something wrong with me, there was something bad about me, or there's something deficient. No, I reframe that little feeling of anxiousness into excitement. I'm excited to meet someone new. I'm excited to get to know them. I'm excited to dive deeper and actually connect with another person. And so I used to think it was about me. Now it's about connecting to other people. Be more interested than interesting, says Dale Carnegie. Great words of advice. Number three on the things that I've had to practice is possibility thinking. That means when something goes wrong, I ask the question, how does this serve me? What does this now make possible? You see, when you exercise that muscle at looking at the bright side, at looking at how to turn it into something good, how does it serve me? What does this now make possible? Because you're going to be handed events, circumstances, people that aren't going to fit your game plan. They're not going to fit the way you want to receive them. And so no matter what shows up in your life, if you have the ability to turn it into something good, if you can see the silver lining to the cloud, if you can turn the lemons into lemonade, then you have a skill that will take you everywhere. 90% of my job as a coach is to reframe limitation, to show whatever problem you give me is a strength. And if you view it as a strength, it can actually guide you wherever you want to go. Skill number four that I feel you need to practice is the ability to say what you want, not what you don't want. Remember that the mind cannot not think of something. So when we're speaking out into the world, when we're speaking in our head, when we can focus on that which we want instead of that which we don't want, we begin attracting, we begin to manifest, we begin to create the reality that we desire. And it's been a practice. You see, because the mind is a difference engine, our natural proclivity is to see what we don't want. We see the accident and then avoid that. And if you're a parent, you'll say it to your kids. Don't run, you'll fall because you see the potential problem and you want to save them from that. But, you know, when you say don't run, you'll fall, the only thing that's in the head is falling. Don't think of a pink elephant. Don't think of a little blue bunny with cherub wings flying around the ceiling. Don't think of it. And so this did take me quite a while to really get comfortable with the idea. I practiced again and again. As soon as I caught myself saying something that I didn't want, I immediately said, I don't want this. I do want this. I don't want to lose money. I want to increase my net worth. I don't want to fail on stage. I don't want to forget anything. I want to have the most amazing talk where people are moved and inspired. So you start talking about what you do want. When, and the moment you say or catch yourself what you don't want, immediately say the opposite, what you do want. Most people are unconscious to the words that are actually flowing out of their mouth. But if you begin to pay attention, if you ask your other than conscious mind to make you aware, to notice any time you talk about the thing that you don't want, you'll start to have an awareness. Ask and you shall receive. And this is probably something that I could add to this, and that is practice being in rapport with your other than conscious mind. So here's a bonus. I said there was five, there's six. And that is you need to practice listening to your intuition. 
you have to practice just trusting your intuition. See, you can listen, but part of that is trusting. You have to learn what is the communication inside. So if you have an intuitive guidance, you act as if. You act as if this is a message from God. God is all that is. And you act accordingly. And then you just test it. And you see how it works out. If it doesn't work out the way you thought, you go back and you check, you monitor inside. Again, this is a practice. You go back and reflect. What did that feel like when you first got the impulse? What did it sound like if it was a word? What was the tone of voice? What were the distinct qualities of that communication? And this is what you do again and again. And over time, you develop this muscle, this intuitive ability, this ability to listen to your intuitive guidance and recognize it as your intuitive guidance. And just as a reminder, if you haven't listened to some of my other episodes on intuition, intuition is not a gift. It's a skill that you build over time. Everyone has access to intuitive guidance. It's built right into your DNA. Yet over the years, you've been taught not to listen to it, not to pay attention to it, to be rational, logical, and many times intuition shows up and is not logical. And there's a lot of knowing without knowing how you know. It's just a feeling that you get. And so you need to teach yourself and practice honing in, tuning in to that intuitive guidance that occurs between your belly button and your throat along the midline of your body. It's a sensation in there. It's an urging. It's an impetus. It's a feeling. And it takes a little practice in order to hone in on it. And the more you practice, the better you get, the more accurate you are. But there's a lot of trial and error. There's a lot of practicing, a lot of uh, detours and wrong roads. But those are not failures. Those are feedback. That's lessons on how to actually tune in and become more and more accurate. I'll do an entire episode dedicated to tuning into your vibes, tuning into those sensations, how to learn to trust your intuition. And once you get that rapport, once you build that rapport, that inner rapport, and learn to trust your intuition, then your psychic ability starts to expand. You start to pull in other modalities, other sense modalities to expand this whole process. And so intuition, psychic ability, confidence and courage, these are skills that you build, the ability to turn it into something good. And like I said at the front end of this, I was not naturally good at any of this stuff. But over the years in practicing, in actually looking at it as a skill to build, like building muscle, the more you practice, the better you get, the stronger you get, the more accomplished you get at all of this stuff. And some of you may be naturally gifted in these different areas, but I've not found that to be true across the board. So if you have one of these aspects that you find easy for you, count yourself blessed. Well, until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel DeNovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner-directed as you engage in the epic adventure. (laughs) 